Good morning. Our uh, pastor's out in uh, Rescue, California this morning. We'll be preaching there this morning and then heading down to San Diego, I think, uh, maybe early tomorrow. Preach for Brother Kevin on Tuesday. So be sure and keep him in our thoughts and prayers as he travels and preaches. Uh, open your Bible with me to Ezekiel 37. Ezekiel 37. We'll look at a few verses of Scripture here this morning in this passage. Before we begin, let's go to our Lord in prayer. Our God and Father in heaven, we thank you for this day. Thank you for this opportunity to gather together as a people. Lord, we pray that you would be pleased to to be amongst your people here this morning. Lord, that you would bless us as we look into thy word. Lord, bless the the teaching and and hearing of thy word. And and in all things, Lord, let let us see the Lord Jesus Christ. Let us see our Savior. And Lord, cause us to rest in him. To rest in Christ and Christ alone. Lord, we pray for our pastors as he travels, as he preaches, that you'd be with him. And, and Lord, all those who stand to, to declare the truth of thy word today, bless the preaching and hearing of thy word. This we ask in Christ's name. Amen. <clears throat> Ezekiel 37, let's, let's look beginning with verse 1. Here we read the hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley which was full of bones and he caused me to pass by them round about and behold there were very many in the open valley and lo they were very very dry now the first thing we see in this text is the universal truth about all men. We're dead. Dead in trespasses and sin. In Romans chapter 5 verse 12 we read, Wherefore as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin. And so death passed upon all men. We have life. Physically, everybody in this room is alive. That doesn't get the job done. We're spiritually dead in trespasses and sin. And here in this valley, this valley in which Ezekiel, he has this vision. He's set down in the midst of this valley of dry bones. This valley which he's caused to, to dwell in and to pass round about. He's surrounded by nothing but death. That's the, he sees nothing but bones. Nothing but old dry bones. Nothing but death. In, in our day, it's very much the same, the same state. Man in his natural state is dead. Dead and ruined. Completely ruined by the fall. Not just stoved up, not just a broken toe. We're, we're ruined. Completely ruined. Something that's ruined cannot be used anymore. It, it's, it's, there's no use for it. 
And like these dry bones, by nature, we are without hope, without help, without God in this world. You go out to the cemetery. I, I think I heard somebody say Bruce Crabtree lived close to a cemetery to go out walking of the morning. Every now and then as he's walking on that path, he'll just shout, does anybody, anybody here want to live? What's, what's the case of that? Nothing. People think, people think that's foolishness, right? Nobody's going to come up out of the grave. A dead man, there's several problems there. A dead man can't hear. A dead man can't, uh, can't do anything. Right? He's dead. Absolutely dead. And we're spiritually dead. The natural man receiveth not the things of God. They're foolishness. Absolute foolishness to it. You know, you can't, um, you can't scare a dead man. There's, there's no fear. You, you can't make a dead man love anything. You can't make a dead man to, to repent or to believe. Huh? Not a dead man. He can't believe. He can't hear. He can't do anything. He has no life. And that's the, that's the same for us spiritually. We have no life in us. Spiritually, we have no, no life. Dead. Look at Romans. Um, turn over to Romans chapter 3. Romans chapter 3, look beginning with verse 10. As it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. There is none that understandeth. There is none that seeketh after God. They are all going out of the way. They are together become unprofitable. There is none that doeth good, no, not, not one. Not one. Just like, just like Lazarus of old, laying there, laying there in the grave, said his his body began to to stink. It lay there so long, and that's where he'll remain until the Lord is pleased by and speak life. He said, "Lazarus, come forth," and he that was dead came forth. All the way back there in the garden, Adam. Dead in sin. Our Lord said this. Almighty God said this. He said, in the day that you eat thereof, thou shalt surely die. Let, let's read on here in our, in our text. <clears throat> Verse 3. And he said unto me, Son of man, can these bones, can they live? And I answered. Well, this is a good answer. Oh, Lord God, thou knowest. Only God, you know. Here's the second point. Here's the, here's the question. These dead bones that we talked about. Can they live? Can there be life? Can there be life again? And this is the whole issue of scripture. Many, many examples of it throughout scripture. This question was asked. Can the, can the Ethiopian, can, can he change his collar? Can a, can a leper change his spots? Can there be, can there be a, a, a smell of the rose come up from a, from a grave where there's nothing but, nothing but deadness? Huh? Can this cursed 
Can this cursing tongue, can it be caused to, to praise God and give Him, and give Him glory? Can arrogance, where arrogance was, was, can that be, can that be turned to humility? Can these bones, can they live? Can there be life? And Ezekiel's reply is this, O Lord God, thou knowest. You know what? A sinner can no more give himself life laying in the grave than a, than a dead man can raise himself. The preacher that declares the truth of God word. He can't give life. The church, the church can't give life. Only, only God can. The sinner cannot save himself. Scripture declares this. No man, no man can come unto me except the Father which hath sent me draw him. In John 6, our Lord spoke and he said, you will not come to me. Listen, we don't, we don't have the ability. We don't have, by nature, we don't have the desire to come to him. He said, you will not come to me that you might have life. I ask you, can these bones, can they live? Well, with man, with man, these things are impossible. The scriptures declare with God, all things, all things are possible. Man with his doing and with his dying, man with his so-called self-righteousness, man with his giving and with his works, his so-called good works, man with taking his first step. Can he save himself? Absolutely not. Man cannot save himself. With men, with men, these things are impossible. The disciples asked this. They said, who then? Remember when that rich man came to him? He said, it's easier for a, a camel to pass through an eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. And his disciples, they said, who then? Who then can be saved? If that's the case, who can be saved? What was the answer? With man, it's impossible. But with God, all things, all things are possible. By his power, by his grace, by his mercy, by his wisdom, his righteousness, his sanctification, his redemption. That's all his. It's all his. By his sacrifice for sin, can these bones can these bones live with God? All things. All things are possible. Oh Lord God, thou knowest. Over in John chapter 1, we read that. I'll just read it for you. He was in the world. The world was made by him. The world knew him not. He came into his own and his own received him not. But as many as received him. To them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born, not of blood, uh, not, not, not that natural lineage, not by the will of the flesh. This, listen, the will of this flesh, the carnal mind is enmity with God. This is what we cry out. 
will not have this man to reign over us. Not by the will of the flesh, not by the will of man, not our efforts, not our desires, but of God, but of Almighty God. Can these bones live? Oh, Lord God, you know. Well, let's, let's go back to our text here in Ezekiel 37. Look at verse 4. Again, he said unto me, Prophesy unto these bones, and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Third point. This is the command. Preach the word. Preach. Declare the word of God to them. And that's what we do in this when we stand in this pulpit. Any man that stands in this pulpit, this is what he's charged with, to preach the word. Scripture says this, that the word of the Lord is it's powerful. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. The word of the Lord, you know, Things come and go, but the word of the Lord, it endures forever. Paul in Romans 1, 16, he said this, I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes. To the Jew first, also to the Greek, for therein, therein, in his word, is the righteousness of Almighty God revealed. You know, think about that command. That's what he said. You prophesy to these dead bones. Prophesy to them. Preach to them. I can't help but think that probably seemed like a foolish thing to do. I mean, if we're being if we're being absolutely honest, that command probably seemed to be a foolish command. I'm going to prophesy to these bones. Gosh, I hope nobody drives by while I'm doing this, right? Prophesy. Preach to them. Listen to this. It pleased God. There's no, there's no, there's no, uh, think about, think about God's, how his word's written. Everything about it just to make, it pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them which, them which believe. And you know what Ezekiel did? It says he did as he was commanded. He prophesied. He prophesied. You know, the command is preach the word. I I can't help driving, driving over here, driving other places. It doesn't say have bicycle giveaways. You know, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, we drove by me and the boys, I think I've said this before, we were driving to Lake Erie one time and the place was offering karate lessons on Wednesday nights. Didn't say have a car show to get people to come in. That's not what saves people. Preaching the gospel. Declaring the Lord Jesus Christ. Declaring the truth about man. The truth about God. The truth about what the Lord Jesus Christ has done his people. I, I read another place. They said, if you want to get, I don't even know why I Googled these things. They said, if you want to get people to church, offer visitors a gift basket. You don't need a gift basket. We need to hear the gospel preached. Huh? Preach the word. 
Paul told Timothy, he gave him the same instruction. He said, you preach the word. You be instant in season. You be instant out of season. He said, you reprove. You know when you reprove someone, you're telling a fault. You're telling what that fault is. He said, you rebuke them. You admonish them for that fault. But he also says, exhort. Exhort. And that word means to, listen, to call him near and comfort. Speak a word of, of comfort. Exhort with all long suffering, with patience, with doctrine. Preach the word. That's the, that's the command. Do you still have Ezekiel 37? Look there at verse 5 and 6. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, Behold, look at these two words carefully, I will. I will cause breath to enter into you, and ye shall live. Verse 6, I will lay sinews upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and ye shall live, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. And this leads me to our fourth point here. Listen to, listen to this declaration of God. I will and you shall. Let me say that again. I will and you shall. Now if you turn on the TV or if you turn on the radio or you wander into some congregation that, that, that we don't know you listen to what's being said in most churches, so-called churches today. Huh? They say this, if you will, if you will, God will. If you will, they'll say things like this, let Jesus into your heart. Uh, if you will, take the first step. If you will, give your heart to Jesus. What would he do with it? Huh? If you will, God will. Is that what is that what Scripture declares, though? That's what men say, but is that what Scripture declares? Scripture declares, listen, it's not man, it's not man's opinion, it's not what man thinks. It's what God's word declares. That's what we need to, to, to shut up and listen to. What does God's word declare? And here we read it. He says, I will, and you shall. And this is the message of God's free and sovereign grace to sinners. Ezekiel didn't ask the bones to do anything, did he? He didn't make, he didn't make a request to those bones. No, he declared what God told him to declare, what God was pleased to do for them. And the gospel doesn't ask us to do anything. Huh? Let me ask you this. If, if we knew anything about who Almighty God created the heavens and the earth. All things are in his hands. What, what is man? What's man going to do for a, a holy and righteous God? Listen, it declares what God has done for his people through the person and work of his son through the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen, don't look to yourselves. Don't look to anything you, you might do or might not do. Look to Christ and rest in Him.
That's what he says. He says, look unto me and be ye saved all the ends of the earth. I'm God and there is none else. And he says, I'll cause breath to enter into you and ye shall live. You know, if I don't have breath, I don't have, I don't have life. And he says, God's going to cause breath to enter into you. You know, all the way back there in creation, he formed Adam out of the dust of the ground. And then what did he do? He breathed into him the breath of life. He just a, just a pile of dirt until the Lord was pleased to breathe breath into him. In Job, we read this. It says, in whose hand is the soul of every living thing, and the breath of all mankind. This is the record. This is the record. God hath given us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. And it's a free gift. He's given it. It's all, it's all of him. And it's a gift. Think about it. You ever, you ever been given something, a gift, and you, Maybe something you cherish. Maybe it was something dear to you. And then some, I had a pocket knife one time. It was, it was a gift my grandpa gave me. I lost it. But this gift, the gift of eternal life, it can never be lost. It can never be taken away. Isn't that? Didn't that give us? did not that give us hope? Uh, a gift that can never be lost. And taken away. And listen, it's a gift to those ruined by the fall. Huh? We're ruined, absolutely ruined by the fall. Redeemed by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ and regenerated, given life through the, through the Holy Spirit. Job's so-called friends, they said, the Spirit of God hath made me and the breath of the Almighty has given me life. It's all of Him. It's all of Him. I will, and ye shall. Ezekiel says, I prophesied there in verse 7. He says, I prophesied as I was commanded. Listen, we declare God's word as, as He has commanded us. We declare this, that God is who he says he is. He is almighty God. He's sovereign in all things. Almighty God who is absolutely holy and, and can't just wink at sin. He, he can't overlook that. Uh, almighty God who is, who is just and righteous. And yet he is merciful and gracious. He said, I will. I will have mercy on whom I'll have mercy. I'll be gracious to whom I will be gracious. We declare the truth about God. We declare the truth about man. Man who is born in sin. Man who is his best works. His absolute best works are filthy rags in the sight of Almighty God. From the sole of the foot to the top of the head, nothing but wounds and bruises and putrefying sores. They haven't been bound up nor mollified with ointment. Man, 
who in the garden disobeyed. He disobeyed God. One command. One command. People, people want post ten commandments in their yard. It'd be, I guess, I guess it'd be great if we all abided by the ten commandments. But listen, we can't, we can't abide by one. We cannot abide by one. You know, when man was given the choice, and think about this: when man was given the choice between releasing Barabbas, who had stirred up rebellion and 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 uh, accused of murder. Pilate said this. He said, whom would you have me to release to you? Barabbas or the Lord Jesus Christ? Who did we choose? Huh? Who did we away with this man and release unto us Barabbas? And Pilate, he gave him, he, he gave him a chance again, right? He, he said, uh, willing to release him, he asked again. And the people, they yelled. They yelled and said, crucify him. Man said this, let his blood, not only did they say crucify, but let his blood be upon us and our children. Listen, declare the word of the Lord. Preach the word. Declare the truth about God. We declare the truth about man and we declare what God has been pleased to do for his people through his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Huh? Listen, he chose us in Christ. He chose a people in Christ from before the foundation of the world. He predestinated us. That's what scripture said. He predestinated us to be conformed to the image of his son. He's going to make us just like his, just like his son. And he made us accepted in Christ. He made us, we're going to be just like him. He says, as as he is, as he is, so are we in this world. He redeemed us through his blood. He shed his own blood and died for his people on the cross. And he did this while we were yet sinners. Huh? He, man says you got to straighten up and, and, and uh you know, pull, your, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Scripture says that while we were yet sinners, he died. He died for us. He bore our sin in his body on the tree. Made. Scripture says he was made sin for us. That we might be made the righteousness of God in him. That's the declaration. I will. I will and ye shall. I'll cause breath to enter into you and you shall live, and you're going to know. You're going to know that I am the Lord. Hmm? He that hath the Son hath life. Well, lastly, look at look beginning with verse 7. Here of our text, quickly. Verse 7, So I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I prophesied, there was a noise, and behold, a shaking, Bones came together bone to bone and when I beheld lo, the, the sinews and the flesh came upon them and skin covered them above but there was no breath in them. And he said unto me, prophesy unto the wind, prophesy son of man and say unto the wind, thus saith the Lord, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain that they might live. 
So I prophesied as he commanded, and the breath came into them, and they lived, and they stood upon their feet, an exceeding great army. Here we see the results. He said, I preached as I was commanded. Listen, we're not called to entertain. We're called to preach, to preach the gospel. We're not called to provide tips on how to be healthy and how to be wealthy and how to be wise. No, we're called to preach the gospel, to hold fast his faithful His faithful word. And it says there was a noise. There was a, a shaking. You know when the word is preached in the power of God's spirit, there, there's going to be there's going to be some noise. There'll be a stir, a shaking. You know, when, when, when false refuges are removed, swept out from underneath our feet, there has to be a little bit of a, a shaking there, huh? But listen, it, it's replaced. When that false, ref, that false refuge we're standing on is removed, we're given a sure foundation, huh? A tried stone. That's what scripture says. And you know there's there's noise. There, there's re, Think about this. There's rejoicing in heaven over one sinner that repented. Isn't that, a, isn't that an amazing thing? That, that we'd even be taking thought of. Rejoicing in heaven. Well, O breath, come and breathe upon these slain that they might live. Ezekiel preached and he also prayed to the Spirit of God to give to give life where there was no life before. Brother, Brother Henry wrote this in one of his commentaries. He said that doctrines and facts, as true as they are, they don't save. Or give life. We must have Christ. We must have the Lord Jesus Christ. Who is our life. To give life. Life has to come from him. He's the source of it. He that hath the son hath life. He that hath not the son of God. Hath not life. Well. Man. Dead in trespasses and sin. The question. Can these bones live? The command, preach the word. Paul right in the Corinthians, he said, I declare unto you the gospel. Uh, the gospel which I preached unto you. The gospel which you have received. The gospel wherein you stand. The gospel by which you are saved. Uh, what does it clear, declare? Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. And listen, we declare the, the sovereignty of God. What's the, I will and you shall. Can these bones, can these bones live? Turn, turn with me to one more passage of scripture. We'll close. Look at Matthew, Matthew chapter 11. Matthew chapter 11. Look at verse 4. Look, starting with verse 4 of Matthew 11. Can these bones, can they live? 
Jesus answered and, and said unto them, Go ye and show John again those things which you do hear and see. The blind receive their sight. The lame walk. The lepers are cleansed. The deaf hear. And the dead are raised up. And the poor have the gospel preached to them. Can these bones, can they live? God's pleased to speak like that.